0: welcome back everyone today we got for you an exciting funcast episode i'm joined again by the fantabulous dean and the one tubulous.
1: <laughs> i don't like that word okay.
2: One tubulous. <laughs> what the hell is Drown, that i'm trying to, be? I was trying to draw and
1: start <laughs> and then drove it straight on your face and then really hit
2: that he really hit that first corner quite well and then just booted it straight into the wall it was uh, no. impressive
0: And Daniel, I'm here with Daniel, who is grand, the grand Daniel. How are you both doing today?
2: Oh, you know, pretty good. Coming down from video game high to, like, video game normals.
0: Fantabulous, I assume, as is how that's best represented. Um, Okay, so, the big news out of last week, or two weeks ago, within the last time that we did our last episode, the big news was the Game Award nominees came out. Now, we covered the the Achilles last year in great detail because they are hilarious. Something catastrophically goes wrong every time. But I also think that the nominees are sort of like a fun way to just sort of, you know, recap what games we played through the year and go through the categories. And do we think something should be added? Do we think something... Should be missing, and then what what we think is uh what should win one of the things to note is that um, oh Daniel, are you still with us?
2: My camera being
0: weird, oh okay, but you were you're still here <laughs> okay, good uh daniel disappeared um I think
2: it's a bad cable because oh, it's I a, see it's an h d m i mini port I think it's just it's everything about it's bad
0: that's probably fine um and yeah, so uh, there's a couple games that have released between the last time that I know Daniel's super excited to talk about. They are nominees, so we can talk about them when they come up. It works out that way. Hooray. Uh, the one game that I want to talk about not here is going to be Super Mario RPG, which came out today, the day of recording. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. I'm very excited to, but because of its late release, it's not in the nominees, which is unfortunate. Also, very amusingly, for people that um for everyone else that doesn't follow super mario rom hacks since i assume you guys don't uh <laughs> grand pool world 3 which has been in development for like three and a half to four years released today and so yeah, if you go over to like twitch
2: that. I saw that yeah
0: if you go over to twitch you'll see that super mario world has more viewers than super mario rpg
2: <laughs> it's funny <laughs> like, because like unrelated to that coming out i was playing a bunch of uh genesis games today because it just popped into my head and i'm like oh you know let's check out a bunch of genesis platformers is where my mind went so i played you know bubsy and Uh-oh. bubsy yeah. 2 and i'm like wow i should just really boot up super <laughs> mario world <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah maybe some good platformers just like the
2: only that. platformer from that era that aged
1: perfectly I mean, you wanna so know what, seriously you want to know what's not nominated highly for the Game Awards. What's that? Uh, Starfield? Oh, Garfield? Garfield, motherfucker. Starfield. I thought you said Garfield.
0: Gotcha. Starfield, yeah. No, game, it's not.
1: Game that I bitched about for like half <laughs> a whole episode.
0: And f- apparently for good reason, because it's yeah. it's nominated for one category, I think. It's the most, the most
2: powerful 7 out of 10 of all time. <laughs>
0: But we don't have a ton of time, so I want to jump right into it and get started with the first category, which is best RPG. So the RPG nominees are Baldur's Gate 3, which we talked about, Final Fantasy 16, which I've talked about, Lies of P, which I don't know if any of us have actually played. Uh, I've played it. See if, oh, you, you have?
1: Yeah, Tim on, might have played it. It's on, uh, who's, it's
0: Tim, like, who's Tim? On Who is this Tim? <laughs> uh,
1: a ghost, I fucking guess.
0: <laughs> uh, sea of Stars and Starfield. This is the category for Starfield. So yeah. do you guys think there are any other RPGs that came out this year that should be on this list? This This pretty much encompasses all the RPGs I even heard of at release this year i mean
2: one could make an argument given that lies of p is in the fucking rpg category that like armored core 6
0: is an That's rpg and yeah, therefore I... should be
2: nominated because it's not nominated anywhere else i'm gonna get that gripe <laughs> out of the way early
0: <laughs> it's uh, weird that lies of p is in here at all i agree that yeah. it feels like an action game not an rpg
2: like phantom liberty should be in here uh the cyberpunk expansion because that actually is that game a, a <laughs> useful RPG. <laughs> it's...
0: That game is nominated for something else, though, right? Game of the I think. Year. I believe it's on there, yeah. It is straight oh, up God.
1: nominated for Game of the Year, I'm I'm pretty sure. Ha! I didn't know you could do that with a DLC. Yeah, it feels <laughs> <laughs> like cheating. It's the Keeleys. Rules don't matter, dude.
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. It is, it <laughs> it is, is ruled only sense. by
1: however Mr. Keeley feels in that moment.
0: It's true. Uh, I think Baldur's Gate three should win, even though I've played all of FF 16 and CF stars and I really enjoyed 16 and I liked CF stars. I still think Baldur's Gate three just did something really special and touched a lot of people in unique ways. So I don't know. I think that one should win best RPG, but that's my take.
1: Did a lot of shocking
2: touches. (laughs)
0: That was some Uh,
2: D&D humor for you. (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh, I didn't get it. I get it now. Yeah, I feel stupid. <laughs> uh, Next one is, I I know Dean's favorite category, best mobile game.
1: Ah, yes, I'm well known for being a, a mobile aficionado. This one had
0: uh, FF7 Ever Crisis, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, Honkai Star Rail, which <laughs> I have seen many ads for, <laughs> Monster Hunter Now, which is the Niantic thing. Um, it's...
2: You've played a Niantic game. It's that.
1: (laughs) You've played (laughs) Pokemon Go. go. I I hear there's more mechanics than just the Pokemon ones, though.
2: It's all right, but it is very like, you know, like all these games, you can't play two of them at once unless you want to bring multiple devices with you. So it's hard. Wait, why? Because it's just like, it's really annoying to switch between, say, I got to do my Pokemon Go dailies because they share the same, like, you know, in Pokemon Go, there are Pokestops and gyms, and in Monster Hunter now, they are resource nodes that you like, you know, mine or gather from. So it's like, all right, no, up I'm a Pokemon Go, spin the thing, swap back over to Pokemon now, sw- do the thing, and then I'll do it. It's just like, it's really annoying that t- it turns your walk into a real chore playing
1: multiple at the same time. <laughs> that hmm. sounds like a thing that I wouldn't want to do, yeah
0: and then the other game here is terra nil which i've never heard of but it says one of the developers is netflix is that oh, right okay
1: i mean i know netflix is like trying to make games yeah also like i know that's a thing
2: also it's not an rpg
1: yeah it doesn't Whatever. oh no like, this is just
2: mobile
0: games the mobile oh, oh, oh the
2: mobile right. games excuse me i was still in like rpg mode um yeah, I, I, I guess you. it's a mobile game. I didn't realize this actually came to iOS. I know it was in... Um, See it I was on initially Steam. I was initially interested in it because when it was previewed, it was like, oh, here's a city builder, but you're not building a city to conquer the land. You are, like, rebuilding a planet to make it hospitable for life again. You're unruining the environment. I'm like, oh, that's a really neat twist on it. And it's not really that. It's more of, like, a, a puzzle sort of game where it's, like, it's distinct levels... It's almost like a. Oh, uh, There's weird. a couple board games that are like that, where it's like a tile laying city builder. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, and I was like, "Oh, that seems really cool," but like also super not what I was looking for. But uh, it's neat that that's on mobile. It sounds like a good fit for it, honestly.
0: Huh. I've never heard of this game. Uh, it looks interesting. I I wonder if I have to check it out.
2: I wonder if it's only on mobile via Netflix. If they're involved. It's probably not on the App Store. It's probably one of the, you open Netflix and play it on there because they have a bunch of games like that.
0: I'll find like, out right now if it's like on the Android just, App Store. They just
2: did that with Hades, I'll never know. for example. You can now play Hades on your phone via
0: Netflix. Oh, that's so weird. Hooray? Oh, there are all these Netflix games. I have so, a team deck. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but do you, do you have to install Netflix as, as the like platform when yeah. you try and play it's, the it's game? It's like
2: it's like if you're open it on a mobile, there's a game section.
0: This is so weird. I can see... you select
2: it like you would select playing uh, like a movie or something. It downloads.
0: So if you look sure. at. Um... If you look at the here, I'm just sending a screenshot, I'll describe it. But if you're looking at the Google Play Store, you have all these like more by Netflix and they have all these little like Netflix logo icons now. Yep. I guess Netflix just walking around buying up all these
1: game properties. Oxenfree, Spiritfarer. Yeah, they, yeah like Travel Night, Pocket whole, Dungeon. This Dead is part Cells. of their whole game
2: publishing division that they opened up in like game dev thing. They're like doing this.
1: EMNT Shredder's Revenge.
0: Yeah. Floating game, the kittens. Not- like, it's
2: like you like you you launch the game and you log in with your Netflix, or like you you know have a Netflix account and you can just play these.
1: That's so weird. I yeah. mean, those aren't some of those aren't bad. Yeah, like deads, like
2: you know, hooking up a controller to your phone or whatever, and just or like it actually dead cells actually probably plays pretty all right with touch controls. To be quite honest, on a larger phone. So did they
0: did they own buy the rights to these games? Like you can't I play them so. except. I- through I, Netflix,
2: think, I think. I think that. Yeah, I think these are the the, the like mobile exclusives is through Netflix for
1: a lot of these. No, that can't, I thought Dead Cells was already on like the Google Store. Maybe that's. But this so is Dead Cells, Netflix,
2: right. Dead Cells Netflix. Dead Cells Netflix
0: edition. Yeah, this is Dead Cells Netflix edition. <laughs> that's what it says. That's so yeah. You bizarre. could. You could,
1: Dead Cells is on the Google Store for purchase, but I guess yeah, why bother if you, bother wanna, if yeah, you, if you have, have a Netflix, Netflix subscription? Yeah. yeah.
0: Very very strange. Huh. Um, other games on here, Honkai Star Rail. Never played it. I heard it's by the Genshin Impact people, right? So it's, it's supposed to be similar. It's to that.
2: legitimately good, like JRPG.
0: It looks all the art. I was I was looking at some of the the uh, ads that some of the YouTubers I watch do, and it reminded me of Fire Emblem. Like I feel like all the art feels ripped from Fire Emblem somehow. It has <laughs> like all the three D models, sort of,
2: similar sort of like lots of clothing, detailed, dainty anime people.
0: Uh aesthetic. but they're like also like sort of cell shaded like the 3D models. Mm-hmm. Uh and so they have that like I don't know, it just really reminded me of Fire Emblem. I think um,
2: Honkai could have legitimately been nominated for best RPG, but here, here we are. Really?
0: So you think it's the yeah. best mobile game out of yes. these five? Yes. Okay. Uh, Easy. Yeah. Easy. Well, there you go. So, according to the Funcast, vote for Honkai, it's going to win.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. If I, I'm influencing the vote, do that one.
0: <laughs> uh, next up is best action game. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, This is Armored Core Six, so it is on here. Uh, Dead Island Two.
1: Dead Island Two came out this year. Really? I believe it's an Epic Store exclusive, which is why. What? Yeah. I I have heard zero people talk about this. Sure is. He. <laughs> sure. Sure uh... did
2: finally come out this
1: year. Yeah. No. I. I, it came out i've seen like stuff from it um i have not played it and have no interest in the epic store uh much like everyone else Uh ghost runner 2 also came out which i'm not familiar with uh ghost runner yeah. okay. oh sorry ghost runner is uh it's that like hardcore platformer fps where it plays like uh mirror's edge Imagine no, if Mirror's it's, Edge was also—it's
2: uh, like if Hotline neon, Miami. It's like neon oh.
1: white, almost. Or okay, it, yeah, or Hotline neon White Miami. is also a good one. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's
0: not this year, unfortunately. Dun dun. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like. I'm watching the. Uh, I'm watching some trailer video of it i like the hotline miami comparison it looks like you just sort of run at enemies and one shot them oh, and you yeah. keep going it's very
2: much a you yeah. everything is set
1: you learn the you, pattern you, you do the layout. it layout. you do it perfect or you do it over
0: <laughs> gotcha it does seem very neon whitey uh then if that's the case interesting uh and then the other two games hi-fi rush which is also like it's, it feels like it came out so long ago now <laughs> Because it came out, like, in the middle of January. Yeah, it was,
2: like, was it January. February, I something like it was that. January. It was, like,
1: it
0: way, way long ago. January 25th. So. The
1: good one came out of nowhere. Everyone loved it.
0: I know. They picked it up. They played it. They finished it. They moved on. Like, it's kind of a beautiful game for that. I don't know if it's going to win because it's going up against Remnant 2 as its uh, next action player. Yeah. I, I think Remnant that, 2 is... Uh, someone that quite ooh.
2: likes Remnant 2, I think Hi-Fi Rush is a delightfully better game. It is just fun. Ooh. You know, Remnant 2 is a game that you occasionally will go, God, fucking this game, Hi-Fi Rush so is wait, like just, just What's fun. the category
1: that they're competing
2: against?
0: This is all action. I guess remnant Two, the action game it's, yeah, not, an I, RP- I it's not an RPG. it's not an rpg
2: not an rpg that's lies of p
0: <laughs> that's lies of p lies of p and remnant 2 are completely they should, different games
1: I should swap those yeah <laughs> who made these li- this is just like last year where it's just like who made these lists oh Keely we're getting himself. worse don't worry and yeah. it will get worse yeah let's go downhill better. let's go downhill let's go
0: well last thing though uh daniel this is, I think, this is the only Armored Core six mm-hmm. category. I think you have to vote for it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, it is. It, it's better than Hi-Fi Rush. You, it is you admit the it. Third best game I've played all year. Wow. All right. There you go. Uh, for me, my money's on Hi-Fi Rush. I think. Um, although I think Remnant Two, I don't know, had a lot of really cool things that I've seen. Uh, all right. Next category is adventure. This, adventure game. <laughs> this uh, is such
2: a stupid category name. God.
0: So technically it's called Best Action Adventure. Not to be confused with Best Action. Not to be confused with Best RPG. Very different. All of them are very different.
1: Yeah, man. You know, really got to silo
2: it a- off from all of those point and click adventure games <laughs> that are still coming out.
0: When you think Action Adventure, the first title that comes to mind, Alan Wake 2, the most action adventure game there is. <laughs> like, uh.
2: It's an action adventure game in the way that every game like this was an action adventure game in like 1998, right? This is just one of those weird genre naming holdovers that is just stupidly broad. Every game is action adventure,
1: you know? It's like, I guess, yeah.
2: Every game is an RPG these days. Like, it's a strange category.
1: There is action because you can get attacked and shoot a gun. There is adventure because, because there
2: are levels, I guess, Yeah,
1: because <laughs> you can, um, I guess, because there's a big old story happening around you.
0: I think they saw this and they were like, you know what? Last year we said, um, what's that other game? The, oh, no, the other game that's Alan Wakey. And I think related um control. Control, thank you. They were like, Control's an action-adventure game, therefore Alan Wake 2 has to be an action-adventure game.
2: I mean, pretty like, sure I guess, that's the logic. like, you could maybe, like, you would classify Metroid as action-adventure,
0: I guess. What? No, that's a completely different game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other games in this category are Marvel's Spider-Man 2, which, uh, I've I've heard a lot of people say they're so excited about this game, but I haven't heard anyone talk about playing it at all Which, i think part don't know if because, that's a good thing
2: i think partly it's because it's like gameplay wise it's more of the first game but better mm-hmm. and like there's better a- traversal options but also the reason you don't see a lot of people talking about it is because from what i understand the story is bonkers and nobody wants to just get into like open spoiler discussion oh no yet.
0: <laughs> oh okay i see
2: like but people really like it uh
0: i think okay it, sure yeah I'll take your word for it. I'll believe it. I mean, I know a lot of people were very excited about it. When Also, it was it's probably announced.
2: the purest form of action adventure on this list. It's an open
0: world action <laughs> game. <laughs> hey, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom's on here. That's that's action adventure, right? It has to be.
2: I mean, I, yes, technically in the way that all Zeldas are, but.
0: Yeah. Then you also got Zelda Light, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, which I still haven't played. Did you guys pick that up? Yes. Did you guys play that? Oh, well, I nice. played it. I would I like to a, one day. It came around.
2: out around the same time as a bunch of other EA games. So I got like a month of the EA plus whatever. So mm-hmm. I played that in like Dead Space remake. And despite it running like absolute hot garbage at launch, <laughs> uh, like really, really good. Uh, better than the first game. I think the first game was a solid like 8 out of ten first go at our Metroid-y, Dark Souls-y Star Wars game. And then this like did An awesome job it has you know the action adventure set pieces you might expect like really cool sequences featuring vehicles and giant and giant alien monsters
0: Mm, that's actually the parts i didn't like about the first one my favorite parts (laughs) in the first one were all the jedi temples and i was like wait i am playing a zelda game this is great i love these jedi temples they're fun and like there are
2: some really cool like you know um uncharted-esque set pieces of like it's not totally on rails but it does feel like okay we're going through this section and there's like a very deliberate rhythm where you f- it makes you feel super cool <laughs> because it's All right. like yeah
0: i don't know i've never been i've never been big on those but i'll 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 just uh, agree to disagree and then lastly is resident evil 4 which i've heard nothing about good things about uh, I actually think this is a pretty hard category to vote for. These are all these are all very good games, uh, as far as I know.
2: Uh, yeah, this is uh, it's the you know it's a catch-all category, and here's where a whole bunch of other great game like all of every single game in this category is worth playing.
0: Do you think we're gonna be in the like Zelda sweeps everything like no. reality?
2: I think we live in a reality where like Baldur, Baldur's Gate three came out and it made everybody forget other video games came out.
0: <laughs> Especially I it came
2: out before June, you
0: know? I don't know. Nintendo has that effect. It just like sweeps every category for some reason when it comes out. Like, and Zelda was such a big release. I, I just have this vibe that Zelda's gonna like take everything it's in. Like every category that has Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom is just gonna win. That's my prediction. I don't know if it's true. That's that's what I'm leaning towards.
1: I don't know. Um, like Tears of the Kingdom was had staying power for a while, but like the second like Baldur's Gate 3 and like Starfield came out, nobody talked about it anymore. It's that kind it, of year feels, though, right? It feels like that. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it was, it's a, it was year a big filled... hitter year, yeah.
2: Ultimately, it's because this is a year where like so many all-time bangers of in terms of video games came out and <laughs> were like not even done, <laughs>
0: you know? I know.
2: <laughs> games I will just say
0: it doesn't have the staying power that Odyssey did when it came out and won everything because Odyssey just like, The hype around Odyssey lasted the entire like run it was in, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but I I don't know. We'll see. Uh, My money's on Zelda for this category. Would you guys go Alan Wake Two, Spider Man, Resident Evil, or Jedi?
2: If you had to pick in this category, from what I'd play, I'd go for Tears of the Kingdom because I don't think Alan Wake fits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm gonna go with Alan Wake Two just because I really like it. Like there you I, go. I, like, like, like I like yeah. I
2: again. They're my A one and A two or one A and and one uh, B this year in terms of best games I've played, and I like them yeah. for completely different reasons. So it's like putting on them in the same category is like doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> right. Pick one, you know.
0: This next category is a shoo-in. I literally cannot imagine this game losing, and if it does, I will be shocked beyond shocked. This is best fighting game, which had mm-hmm. God of Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. And if Street Fighter 6 doesn't win Got this category, then I yeah. don't understand <laughs> video games. There are going to be
2: a, no- a lot of Mortal Kombat fans that are very upset, but it will yes. abso- absolutely be Street Fighter 6 And if it isn't <laughs> something is wrong with people.
0: Yeah, something terror has gone horribly wrong. And then Pocket Bravery and God of Rock, I've never heard of, and I almost this feel like these are. This yeah. is another category that has it is a holdover f-
2: from when forty fighting games came out every year.
0: And then yeah. to like dredge this, dredge yeah, these you, games up.
1: You, you always had a Mortal <laughs> Kombat, a Soul Caliber, and a Street Fighter, and those, right? those three clashed every time. <laughs> like
2: two kings of fighters and a Tekken, and then like six. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh,
0: I mean, I think the, these categories would be just as exciting with less than five, right? Like, they didn't have to force five games. They could have just said Street Fighter Six, Mortal Kombat 1. Those are the only two not I think, like,
2: legitimately, it's the, a similar problem the Academy Awards had for a long time with Best Picture when it was limited to five. And it's like, there are just too oh, many yeah. movies. We got to blow this out to ten. And then, like, categories that legitimately, some of them don't hit five. It's like, here's four nominees. Like, I think that's, again, you don't have to, yeah, as you said, you don't have to force the five.
0: Uh, all right. Next category is, this one's a little spicier. Uh, this is best sim strategy. I don't remember what the (laughs) game was last year that like enraged all of us as to what was defined as a sim strategy game. Do you remember? Can I look it up? up. Yeah. (laughs) I remember it made us so mad. Uh... Uh, game VGA. Uh,
2: uh, unfortunately, you search TGA's and it's just this year's website. All right. 2022. God, it tells you something about the purpose of the game awards when you go to the Wikipedia page and the first section is game announcements, not even the fucking awards. Ugh.
0: Oh, God. Uh, this one said the award went to Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, but that like that makes sense to me, I think. That's a strategy game. I just can't right, remember what else was it there. Right, because
2: it was... Um, dune spice wars total war warhammer 3 two point campus and victoria 3 i think the one that sounds too normal
0: yeah but like it's also just very disparate games that have nothing to do with yeah. each other <laughs> just sort of like <laughs> thrown in uh yeah dune mario rabbits total war warhammer 3 two point campus and victoria 3 that's right victoria 3 and yeah sim and strategy it just it yeah here's rts's next to two point campus very strange to me yeah couldn't seem further and have nothing to do with as far as games go warhammer 3 and a hospital simulator like which one was better like what are you talking about maybe it just enraged me and that's why i remembered it uh this year's category is uh our games are advanced wars 1 and 2 city skyline 2 company Heroes three. Fire Emblem, Engage, and Pikmin Four. See, none of these are sim games. It, it makes sense; these are all strategy
1: games, sort of.
2: Well, mostly. I, I don't know if I'd call Pikmin a strategy a, game.
1: I yeah, I would say there's some strategy to Pikmin. Yeah, in. but it's not. I wouldn't put not it in the a category with City Skylines yeah, too. <laughs> I would probably put that, uh, quite honestly, in adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's an
2: action. It's an action adventure game. Yeah. But I guess that category was full, so it's here what's the
0: wow what's the i pick mean fire battle? emblem fire
2: emblem should win i love city skylines too but it is also not done
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that it's still kind of been a rough release
2: so like uh fire emblem is a fire emblem ass fire emblem so you know it's a real good strategy game
0: uh, 2021
2: the 2021 Best Sim Strategy Game category was Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, Humankind, Inscription,
1: and Madl-
2: and Microsoft what? Flight Simulator. <laughs> what? <the> okay. <laughs> inscription? <laughs> what? Uh, okay, Yeah. Inscription?
1: What is, what is Inscription simulating precisely? This is what what in the world? Is.
2: It's simulating the this, this strategy of a fake card game, I guess.
0: Oh my God. I forgot about that inscription. They were drunk. That came out of a. That came out this of This is a, also. A, a, a the winner of that war.
2: category was Age of Empires 4. I'm also looking at this list. Do you know what the nominees for best role playing game two years ago were? No. <laughs> Tales of Arise. Uh-huh. Or. Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Oh my God. I don't Monster know why that Hunter Rise. Yeah. Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. And Shin Megami Tensei 5. Do you want to know what one?
0: Oh my god. It was it Cyberpunk? <laughs> no, I Tales of
2: a Rise, the one people forgot exists in.
1: <laughs> Hooray. Yeah, the, the so the Tales games are games that people get really excited about for like a week. Yeah. And I'm closing and then,
2: this tab, it's gonna make me mad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: for this year, I think my money is on again. I think Nintendo has a weird power over everyone. Although there's two Nintendo games, yeah, ooh, there's three Nintendo games. Oh god!
2: (laughs) To be fair, one of the like you know one of them's a remastered collection of two Game Boy Advance games, which
0: that's never stopped games from winning before. Very good,
2: but I don't know. Fire Emblem Engage is a good Fire Emblem
0: game. I think it's going to be Pikmin Four just because they put so much advertising money into it. I also think, from what I've
2: heard, Pikmin Four people like more than Fire Emblem Engage, but also,
0: yeah. Fire Emblem Gage was kind of weak. Um uh, I compared to other Fire Emblem games somehow. Um it, I like lost interest in it. It didn't do enough new things.
1: Um, yeah, it
2: was uh, a after school simulator. Uh, right. Yeah, games.
1: school the simulator League. 3 Kingdoms. The, oh my and god. And then
2: the two and then the two handheld incest houses. simulators we uh
0: <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> uh fate, Look, fate it's not Fate, right? Or is it Fate? It's Awakens
2: yeah. and Fates or something.
0: There were two of them. Uh, Fates and... It's the, oh, it's the Conquest where, and Birthright.
2: It's the ones where uh, in North America they had to take the face-petting the face minigame out because, uh, you know, uh. you could touch children, essentially. Mm-hmm. Taking that out.
0: Uh, yeah, Fates was the oh, name, and then uh, the Fire physical Arbol releases... Fates,
2: Awakening, and then I forget what the other fucking... Anyway. Well,
0: Fire Emblem Awakening was the original. And then Fates, oh, Birthright, and Conquest. <laughs> yeah, confusing. Uh, God damn it. Anyways, the point is, I think Pikmin 4 is going to win. That's, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I think Advance War 1 and 2, I still want to play, and I haven't yet. But um, I think Pikmin will take it. All right, next category. Uh, we got... Ooh, this is the category that uh, Jason will want to know. But I know very little about, unfortunately i can find it again uh why can't i find it here it is remember how they were like you know what sports are racing so let's just combine sports and racing together yep and so then you have to have then you have to compete ea sports fc24 which is some soccer looking game versus forza uh, motorsport and the crew Motorfest. (laughs) uh
2: the ea game used to be called fifa
1: yeah why did they they, change uh, it
2: uh, FIFA wanted something like a billion dollars for the naming rights and <laughs> EA. It was like, absolutely no. That
1: sounds <laughs> accurate, yeah.
0: That's actually hilarious. Uh, I, I like that. FIFA fleecing EA. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, nobody deserves here, it more.
0: The other game here is F123, which I've never heard of, uh, but it's also from EA. Interesting. Yep. It's uh, v- former Vroom Codemasters. I, I wish we could call in Jason right now and just ask him, what's better, motorsport or motorfest? <laughs> Which one? Why don't we do I that? Hear, I Put hear legitimate
2: I hear legitimately good things about The Crew Motorfest. It's like a Forza Horizon, but it's uh The Crew game, so I don't think it exactly has uh the recognition of a
0: new Forza. I mean, I'll just ping him, what game was better, Motor Sport or motor <laughs> <laughs> Uh and I'll assume he'll know it was what that meant. <laughs> and then oh, also have the 2. too. Uh,
2: The PS5 upgrade for The Last of Us Part 2 just got announced. If you you own it on the PS4 and want to play it again on the PS5, but prettier, you can spend $10 to upgrade it. It
0: I'm like, I'm very hipster about The Last of Us. I wish I wasn't, but the game just left such a (laughs) bad taste in my mouth that like, I've never played the second one. I didn't watch the series. I didn't care about the re-re-re-releases of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a bitter, sour person, I guess. Um... But uh, Hot Wheels 2, that was a cool game. It came out again. No one really noticed that it came out, but I think it's made by a studio that at least cares a little. Uh, They seem to have fun making them. All right. I'm going to move on to the two dumbest categories in the entire thing, which is best debut indie game versus best independent game. Yeah, my camera's Mm
2: -hmm. broken, so you can't see the headache that just spontaneously time. <laughs> constricted my forehead. God. So
0: best best debut indie game is notably not as bad as best indie game, which we'll get into is awful. Uh but best debut indie game has Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. Uh Ooh,
1: between Viewfinder? Between Dredge and Pizza Tower. Viewfinder
2: is an awesome awesome puzzle game there should be a yeah. best puzzle game category
1: i yeah that should be its own category you're right but that would imply uh forethought and intelligence <laughs> they should just it with sim and strategy i awesome. haven't played <laughs> viewfinder so i'm a real toss-up between pizza tower and dredge Yeah, yes
0: there are like I,
2: this is another category where every single game in it is like super worth playing
1: I, you know what i'm not gonna play favorites if either of those win i will be happy
0: I'm going to give it to Pizza Tower because uh, I just, man, that guy worked on that game for 10 years. He made it all by himself, pretty much. And it's wild and so creative. I don't know. Dredge is really cool, too. But it's just a very different kind of indie game where it feels, feels more like, expected pizza tower came out of nowhere and it's like very confusing
1: dredge is dredge is more relaxing to me specifically yes dredge dredge is
2: dredge is a surprisingly cozy game (laughs) for given its subject matter it's it's similar to like uh uh, um what is it uh sky uh sea of no not sea of stars uh way off uh, fuck. What were those two games? They made one under, in the under Z. It's the, uh, the fallen London people.
1: Oh, ah, uh, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Um, but God it's a similar,
2: it. the dredge has a similar vibe to those where everything is like consistently low to mid-level creepy. But sunless sea. Sunless sea and sunless skies. There we go. Uh, yeah, they're very, they're all very cozy horror games. It's like, Ooh, you just, you know, they're perfect for this time of year. It's weird that dredge came out in like March or whatever, <laughs>
0: I wish I've played Cocoon cuz it looks really cool and apparently has insanely uh, another, high ratings.
2: Another awesome but, uh, puzzle game. It's a uh, great It should be a puzzle game.
0: I have a feeling that Cocoon's going to win here because of recency bias and just looking at the ratings of it everywhere seem to be really insane. I have a feeling Cocoon's going to win out, but I I really do feel like Pizza Tower is something special. Would it help oh, you, well.
2: would it help you or hurt you play Cocoon if I said it's from the people what made um oh fuck, why? You know, it's a <laughs> thing where you you say a word, you go to say a word, and you just completely forget the thing how, you were about to say.
0: How can it be for anyone? It is the best debut game. It can't be for anyone. <laughs> well, you liar. it's because
2: the people that uh made it, uh geometric interactive are uh uh-huh. is it the founder of that studio is the director from limbo and inside.
0: Oh debut. I see. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, I've I've never heard of Limbo or Inside. I'm sure those are small games mm-hmm. that yeah. you know, don't count as massively mega hits. Uh well whatever. It's fine. i not it's a salty new about- studio
2: That qualifies it, I guess.
0: I guess. Okay. So moving on to best independent game, which has Cocoon again. <laughs> so Cocoon clearly is a debut and an indie game. But not only is Cocoon there twice, so is Dredge. So is Viewfinder. Why are there games in both of these categories? Can they win twice? And if they no, do, why? You see, the the best
2: part about indie category are oh read, my the, God. Read, the, read, the, read the rest of the nominees.
0: And Dave the diver, which is not a fucking independent game no
2: for people that are not aware, Dave the diver <laughs> i, f- I f- don't remember the name of the studio off the top of my head, but they are an internal team. they are an internal team at Nexon, one yes. of the largest publishers in the world. they have billion they do a billion plus dollars in revenue a year uh, one of the largest studios collective studios in Korea
0: he's
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like.
0: Do you do you guys remember First Spoken when that came out? Yes. Yes. And that was made by Luminous Productions, one of the yes. like weird tiny studios under Square Enix. That would be as if they came out, were like, we're an independent studio. Well and the we're difference here first spoken.
2: The difference here is if they said that and they got nominated, or they said what Mint Rocket said, which is we are not an independent studio. We do not consider ourselves an indie studio, and then they got nominated anyway. Uh, so, you know, oh,
1: Jeffrey! It's also when you look
2: at the uh, the nominee list, the uh, Dave the Diver in this category doesn't have its publisher listed.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, of this, of these games, I think Dave the Diver is an incredible game. I think it does a lot of really cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, I just don't know why it's here. <laughs> and yeah. I think Sea of Stars does not have a chance in the rest of this category. Well, you'd and also also, uh, I need I to point that I don't out, like it. it's just
2: the category because I
0: wanted it
2: to be the category is for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher <laughs> system. Every single game here is published by a traditional publisher. Cocoon's from An- Annapurna Interactive. For Christ's sakes! Like, yeah,
1: Dredge has Team Seventeen behind yeah, t- it, which is not unknown.
2: They've turned into one of the largest uh, indie, quote unquote. Like again, both of these categories. It's like less how Devolver so,
1: Digital counts as indie, even yeah, though they do nothing. less so indie debut. Pump out debut. fucking other developers. Yeah. But the
2: indie category is about vibes. Does your game give indie games <laughs> vibes? It's about, it's, Which it's, is, they
1: are truly operating by vibes on this one, yeah, and it, it is, shows.
2: Are you a single to double A game like we used to get? That's this. Like that's here, these categories. These are not indie Here's the games. thing.
1: Sabotage Studio, Sea of Stars, they kickstarted that. Yeah. Right. Everybody else has a publisher. Yes.
2: Yeah. You know, Even- there, there are lots of other indie games like that came out this year, like uh, Baldur's Gate 3 and Alan Wake <laughs> yeah. 2. And, you know, <laughs> these games made by independently owned studios just looking for a publisher to help them get a leg up.
0: Starfield. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, although yeah. I guess Starfield gets money from Zenimax. Yeah, so they're it owned buy- they're, they're own- by <laughs> Microsoft.
2: They don't count, they're too
0: big. That's true. Microsoft it's it's layers of support anyways dave the diver shouldn't be in this category it's dumb that it is uh i'm sad that like someone was like well if we don't put it in that category it won't be in any category and it's like well why isn't it categories in best are indie debut? why isn't it in action adventure <laughs> i don't know like yeah. it's, it's, it's like why isn't it in best sim strategy
1: like, <laughs> yeah fucking... exactly it could... we'll never know
2: christ uh... again I don't think any of us have any ill will towards the game. It's just it's completely no, miscategorized. It's cool it is.
0: Ugh. It's just yeah. a real
1: Keeley Keeley mess here. Um, yeah. The issue isn't the game. It's the people categorizing them. And I, I think Cocoon will
0: probably win again just because it just seems it has that vibe to me where like people are going to overvote it. And by people, I mean the, the journalists that decide who wins and who doesn't win.
1: The Shadow Council.
0: Um, yeah, the Shadow it? Council. I'll never know um all right now into so those are all the categories that matter the other categories we didn't go over because i don't care is like best adaption best multiplayer most anticipated game which it's is a stupid, stupid, stupid fucking category. category
2: it's never been good <laughs>
0: <laughs> content creator wanna, of the year i do want to point out uh the five probably, esports categories oh probably
2: the funniest category just because of what got nominated is best community support Because, you know, it's cyberpunk, it's Final Fantasy XIV, it's No Man's Sky, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baldur's Gate 3, which is weird, I guess. Congratulations on launching your uh, early access game. I guess that counts. Destiny 2, hot off the heels of laying off large parts of that company, including the uh, former community managers and the actual (laughs) community team. Here's your nomination. This isn't
1: about in-house support it's about community support oh you don't God. need a community you don't I, need a community director a, to get support from the community one of, one of
2: the former community managers uh, on twitter was just, just replied with all caps ha 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 ha, ha for
1: like an entire <laughs> yeah <tweet. laughs> i, I feel that in my soul
2: it's like great There should be I, a best. La- there should be a best layoffs category
0: They're really I mean, it's coming up, right? Like I've seen that joke by a lot of people and it doesn't get any less like sad because there's like so many major layoffs up to about
2: 7000 layoffs across the industry this year.
0: Uh, the big one for people not following the news was Embracer, who we make fun of on the sh- friends of the cast, Embracer. Um, they you know are known for uh, just buying up all these studios and they just don't give a shit. They don't even see the developing studios as people or things that make games. They're just like, we need to remove people from the studios so that we can uh, return to a operating like a green operating profit. Like uh they were in the red by the billions. I forget exactly yeah. how many they laid off. Uh let
2: me look it was at like nine hundred just recently.
1: This company uh, has nine hundred. That's right. Yeah. This company has become five percent more efficient, which means we could get let let go of three percent of our staff. Yep.
0: And uh yeah, I mean they came out with Remnant 2, they did payday three, and they were like, These games, I don't know, not good enough, and then they just lay off a bunch of people i don't know uh embracers a weird group especially since they were they bought studios this this year yep <laughs> too how buy can you buy studios
2: absolute, because they had absolutely no plan
0: <laughs> oh my god you can't it's like buying studios and then laying everyone off Ugh. Ugh. anyways uh is awful they uh would probably win <laughs> worst company for this year um, even Activision Blizzard, I think, did a bunch of layoffs, even though Microsoft was purchasing them, right? Like,
2: yeah, that is part of like the I think a lot of companies do that before after or, like as acquisitions I have a, close. Yeah. There's redundancies. I have
1: dark theory about that one. Conspiracy theory with no evidence. Okay. But I have one. It was part of part of the agreement for the finalizing the contract to buy them was uh, they needed to go lean on their employees hmm mm.
0: it says that they all came from the eth- uh, e-sports staff division which yeah uh,
2: they did shut down the yeah. overwatch league and all kinds of stuff that's true they did shut down the overwatch league and there was some yeah. bad cod esports stuff and just it's been
0: <laughs> it's been blizzard but soon <laughs> to be microsoft <laughs> will be saved, right well, I we guess. still call
1: Bethesda Bethesda. We don't call Bethesda Microsoft, so... Do you
0: guys think Bethesda is gonna dissolve because Starfield didn't do as good as it needed to and Microsoft's nah. gonna be upset? No.
1: <laughs> Bethesda Bethesda still has a reputation. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a, a good reputation, but they're still selling copies. Yeah, sure, they're not winning Game of the Year. Yeah, sure, they're not, like...
0: Winning any category.
1: Any... <laughs> We're not winning any awards, sure, but they're still <laughs> making the money, and that's where it is, right? Yeah, it's
2: because Bethesda as a like Bethesda GameWorks is still a pretty small studio, uh, and Bethesda as a publisher brought in a lot of stuff that's still valuable.
1: And they're and they're probably pretty. I I'm gonna use quotes here. They're probably efficient because they just reuse all their old engine code and they just like reskin everything every game. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about development as much.
2: And I imagine Starfield feels like a mm. game that's going to have a Microsoft is going to give it a tail that is ten years long. You know,
1: that was I think their plan the entire time. Like I don't you know, know, man, low burn game. It's going to get DLC, and that DLC is going to last you another ten thousand years. Yeah. And they
0: did the there's same there's, thing with Fallout seventy six. But how much money did that really return after working on it be, for ten years? There's going to be there's going to be
1: i mean it's
2: it's still getting stuff but like you know it's going to be here's our big over they're going to do the cyberpunk thing right it's here's our yeah. first expansion and like a huge overhaul patch to all the base systems it'll there's a there's a what bit, about Fallout
0: 76 who's
2: here's playing
1: that <laughs> here's the thing man people are now praising Fallout 76 for them having stuck with it and made it in a See, more that's, like
2: that's how you get nominated for best community support and exactly. for best. Uh, what's the other category that this falls under? Uh, a shit. Best community support and best ongoing. It's two categories yeah. you can just slip right yeah. into every year, like Final Fantasy and No Man's Sky 2.
1: So the way Final <laughs> Fantasy <Yeah>. deserves it. <laughs> so like they've, they've learned from 76 and that they don't have to release a complete game. They just have to fix it better than they did in previous eras.
0: I can't believe seventy six apologists in my
1: podcast. <laughs> I'm not a seventy six apologist. What about my shit is apology? I'm just telling you how it worked. Uh-huh. These are this is historical fact. <laughs> All
0: right, maybe you're right. I guess I'd have to do more research to be <laughs> to be as uh, negative as I want to be. <laughs> but uh, so those are the uh, sort of jank categories on the periphery. Let's get to sort of the, uh, we already talked about vibes, but let's get back to vibe categories. Uh, best music, uh, best score in music. This one is Alan Wake 2, uh, which I haven't listened to. I hope it's good. Boulder's Gate 3, that damn song when you're making your character down by the river that song has been stuck in my head that's been stuck in my so head in a bad long. way
2: for months <laughs> and it's like it, we're like there are a couple other game themes that just randomly pop into my head like the SimCity 2000 intro music does that too where i'll just be doing my thing and, I, dun, 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 brr, brr, and it's like fuck SimCity 2000 <laughs> again <laughs> And I also hear that it's like the it's the Elden Ring boot up music on the main menu. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's like shit. I don't remember any
2: other songs from Baldur's Gate three. I don't remember any. Exactly, that's what I was just
0: about to say. Is there any more notable music? Don't remember any. I think it's all.
1: I think it's mostly just ambient. So. it's just that one
0: song during the character creator that's fueling this category.
1: (laughs) And I think there's one more song that there's a bard in act one. You can meet her and she plays a song. Uh, Oh, I know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alpha or whatever.
0: And she's singing it. Yeah, yeah. And you have to like help her be inspired. I remember that.
2: Surprising Um, lack of bard specific options for that thing, by the way.
0: (laughs) You also have here FF16, which is headed up by Soken. I love Soken. His work on FF14 is incredible. I was just saying how FF16 has like three songs I really, really like. And 80 songs I don't care for. So I don't think that's a great ratio. <laughs> but Probably those, not, no. Those three songs I really like are really, really good. And like they fit the scene and the moments so well. But I do wish there was more bangers. There's no like bangers. You know, they're all just like... Yeah, this is great. And it really fits. And I, I'm very emotional. This is a good song. But other than that, I don't know. And then Hi-Fi Rush. The game is about audio. I've heard it's very good. The music. Banger you know, soundtrack.
1: Uh, uh, both, both
2: both original and licensed music. Uh, both of them. Yeah, are,
1: I streamers. I got it. I listened to their original soundtrack. Like when you turn on streamer mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's so like. It's interesting because you could tell the band that did all of the songs, because they just had one band. The thing is, they had to do it in the style of whatever song that, like, Mm -hmm, they licensed first. So you could tell they had an interesting time with it, yeah. Yeah,
2: where it's like, shit, we gotta find a way to get this to match. Like,
1: like they didn't do poorly. I'm not saying they're bad songs. I'm saying, like, you could tell they were, like, experimenting. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just like... They were trying to tackle a challenge set forth before them. And I appreciate that personally.
0: This also says best score in music for outstanding music, inclusive score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. Mm -hmm. So they get double points for the licensed songs they chose and the ones they did. Like I hope Hi-Fi Rush wins. It's a
2: legitimately I hope they great, win that one. like like you know, if you back in the day when uh, movies and stuff got their soundtrack on CD, the Hi-Fi Rush collection was uh, definitely worth would be worth picking up as its own album.
0: Hell yeah, dude! And then the last one is uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which. I don't know. It's what? like Breath of the Wild. It doesn't really have a score of music. It has vibes, and it's great, great vibes. It does they the vibes
2: it. a heck of a lot better than the vibe-based background music in other games where, like, I actually remember the music.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah
2: uh, right. It does it really well. Uh, Alan Wake 2, by the way. Uh, yeah, for
1: sure. Good music Should there. also,
2: pro- like, if it doesn't... If anything wins that isn't Hi-Fi Rush here, it should be Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake, sure. two, Alan Wake 2 has a new song by Poe. Does anybody listening besides me know who Poe is?
1: <laughs> I certainly don't. I'm going to say no, but it's she not did impossible.
2: like, two albums in, like, the late 90s, has done things since, and then in 2018, she was working on new music on Instagram, and then it... Showed up in Alan Wake 2, of all things, which makes sense because Poe also is a charitable supporter of the David Lynch Foundation, (laughs) which is David Lynch's Mm. charity. And what's, I think, super cool about the music in Alan Wake 2 is, besides a lot of it being Poets of the Fall masquerading once again as, um, uh, I forget the name of the fake band all of a sudden. Uh,
1: Old Gods of Asgard? Old
2: Gods of Asgard. Uh, Thank you. In Alan Wake 2, in the Remedy verse. A lot of it is also just written by Sam Lake, too. Like, he's a writer on half the soundtrack. Like, all of the interstitial chapters music is co-written by Sam Lake because it's all plot relevant. It's new songs from bands and stuff. Uh, Poe, I don't know if you've heard, she's the chapter songs that are, like, the jazzy, like, uh, I think it's This Road. Yeah. Is is the new Poe song. It's, like, nine minutes long. It's great. Uh, gotcha. it's not on streaming yet, which is very annoying. <laughs>
1: Buy the soundtrack. The wow, soundtrack,
2: which is the Alan Wake 2 soundtrack, is all the interstitial chapter music, but it's only nine chapters, not all of them.
1: <laughs> Alan
0: Wake 2 is in so many categories. I'm it's just looking uh, at it. Good, it's,
1: it's a good oh game. T- I have some gripes about it, but like it de- doesn't detract.
0: Uh, yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> hi Fire Rush or Alan Wake 2? gotta be has to be yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. anger sure. i don't uh, know
1: about anger but it'd be weird.
0: next one is best art direction uh this one mm-hmm. has legends of zelda again this one i'm like way more okay with legend of zelda being uh good art because i love the Ooh, yeah. style of Zelda. also you compare legend of zelda to pokemon and you just like what they can get the Switch to do versus what Pokemon team can
1: get the Switch well, to also, do. Well, also, like, so yeah, night and day. The, visual,
2: the, the w- visual design of it is, like, incredible. It's... Plus, the Pokemon
1: yes. team only had, like, a year and some change. True. That's like, true. I believe but it's about Pokemon, 18
2: months, start uh, yeah. if you include pre-production.
1: The Pokemon company does not treat nope, their timelines... No, one a year. Yeah. Nope.
2: One a year. It's like Call of Duty.
1: The uh, other I think game... The, um, oh, go ahead.
2: I think, like, you know, this list, it's Hi-Fi Rush, which looks incredible, especially, I think, because art direction, it ties into, like, the design of the game is really cool. Like, that's hard to do. Uh, Lies of P, Alan Wake 2, which looks really good and is really stylish, but there are other categories that I think better exemplify. It's art direction, like, directing, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which I played a little bit of uh, last weekend at a friend's house, and that game is incredible to look at. That game is beautiful. (laughs) Like, like actually legitimately like, oh, you guys, I I posted in uh, our Discord today that picture of like, here's everything they do to make like a Mario look like Mario, because it's like all the animation work is in the style of like classic 2D stuff. So there's like a billion weird frames and it's like it's doing cartoon animation stuff when he runs where he has like a third foot. It's like, and the way they accomplish that is they just like, they have all, they load all of those pieces on the model and they just display them as necessary. Like it's an old game and watch game.
0: (laughs) What's interesting too, is I've heard a lot of people say, um, wonder feels tighter than the other like Mario games. But then when I saw people breaking it down frame by frame, it looks like the movement is like the pixel movements more or less the same, but it's the animations that make it feel tighter because the animations play T- like, way more tighter, too. Like, in the old game, when you were running right and then you skidded, like, left to slow down, Mario would, like, his entire body, like, switches to the other side and is, like, stretched out really far. But yeah, in it's why, uh, Wonder, it's, yeah.
2: It's why people complained about the new Super Mario Brothers being lifeless because they just. You know, the, those sprites have charm, but a lot of them, you know, didn't have a lot of animation frames in them. A lot of it was implied or like very clever tricks. And the new Super right. Mario Brother games were like, here's just the 3D version of that. There's no like, you know, there's no squishing and stretching in these animations like you would get in a cartoon character. Wonder has all that and it, like it looks and they do super cool stuff with like the Wonder Seed, like sub stages and like the level design. And it's really uh, delightful to look at video game.
0: The other games here, Lies of P, Hi-Fi Rush, Alan Wake 2, like you said, I think all of these are fairly interesting in their own right. Lies of P is the only one I feel is like a little weak. I mean, the art direction is fascinating just from the aesthetic, right, of like the costume design and stuff, but from all I've seen of the gameplay, um, maybe, maybe it's just because of the model design, like the actual designs of all the enemies is very creative. And I guess that helps itself to art so, never mind. I think I think they're all interesting. I could see any five of these winning, to be honest. Um, I really don't know which will take it. Um, I want to say... Maybe Liza P. Maybe I'll just give it to that. I don't know. I, I feel like some of the designs I've seen in that game are just so creative. I would say uh, the only... Maybe-
2: the only thing that detracts for me with Lies of P is that it's not even the first souls like with a
0: right yeah
2: french puppet aesthetic <laughs> steampunk <laughs> puppet aesthetic steel true. rising came out already and it does so. feel
0: very much like steel rising
1: <laughs> funny it's not even the first souls like with like a grappling hook
0: no it's also true, true. um all right moving on to best narrative uh which Alan Wake uh, 2
1: Yeah, you could just write that one off.
0: So Baldur's Gate 3 is also here, yeah. which is kind of a weird sort of thing for the narrative, but like like I, I guess don't know, if you're leaning to, to the
2: up? the narrative development's part of this category's description. Yeah, you know? yeah like, because there's a lot I of could... stuff there to tie together and it does mm-hmm. so very well. I just don't think the story is like the story's not why you play the main plot at least is not why you play pretty much any crpg in that genre right it's right. pretty good but it's not
1: but you know it's not i guess but, you but, could,
0: but the character writing.
2: Yeah.
1: i guess yeah. you can say with the narrative you know you do have character writing like andrew just said you have like the way they flesh out divergent paths and character yeah. choice and how yeah, that all just, has its own stories attached it's one it it's because narrative. it's
2: another one of those like i think it's a bad category because narrative is as described is so strained when like a lot of these are here nominated for good writing right
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and spider-man 2's on here too which yeah. like you said apparently a lot of people like that story as well so like i don't like i quite category. i've actually
2: quite liked phantom liberty again i don't think the main narrative of that expansion is the point of is the best writing in that expansion it's all the side stuff
0: yeah i that was the main problem with ff16 the side stuff almost made me cry the main story yeah. made me laugh sometimes so like <laughs> in the main story he says the words this is my final fantasy (laughs) (laughs) you're fucking with me no No,
2: I should send you that video because it's very they lampshade the hell out of it it's actually pretty great
0: it's really funny Okay. They, they, they didn't take it too seriously, but the side Clearly. stories are really good.
2: <laughs> it, it's it's made all the funnier by the fact that the main character is basically a seventeen year old shonen protagonist, but he's like thirty four. Right.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, that is a category. Uh, I best thirty four year old
2: shonen protagonist. That's a pretty <laughs> great category.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch in it. No, it was. Uh, where is it? It's best. It's like best voice actor.
2: Oh, best like, performance
0: yes where is that uh is it adaption i can't be right no
2: it's it's best performance ben Starr, final fantasy 16
0: why can't i find this why am i blind top
2: right on that stupid nominee page
0: ah that's why i like i was glazing over by then yeah so ben Starr, i actually think should win this because i think he is so good in ff 16 um i really think he's incredible idris elba is an amazing actor though he could be amazing in cyberpunk i don't know he's not i mean he's his, oh, character, okay.
2: <laughs> his character shows up the same way Keanu does, where it's like, ah, Idris Elba has arrived, and he's playing Idris Elba. Understood.
0: I've heard Cameron... It's the same
2: Cameron as... Like, Monahan's Cameron Monahan's
0: not great. I didn't like him in the first one, so I don't know how he's going to get better in the second one. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's
2: a little wooden. I yeah, think he's that, stiff, I, right? I think it's just... He's like that in movies, too, but like, he has a charisma, despite being wooden. They were like, no, he's mm-hmm. not really wooden. He's just... He's one of those people that has a tone of voice that is just always going to make him sound a little disinterested in whatever he's talking about. And it's not his fault. He's good despite that, I think. But he Who is, uh,
0: Who's Neil Newborn in Baldur's Gate? Oh, he's uh A Yeah, he's the vamp, vampire. Mm, I guess he's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I really like Ben Star in FFXVI, and I kind of hope he wins. I don't know if he will. That star is hard.
2: also just a fantastic yeah. Twitter follow. Uh,
0: yeah. totally <laughs> yes, yes, maybe that's why I like him so much. Uh, uh, Melanie Bird us-
2: for uh, Alan Wake Two, uh, a saga. Great job. Yeah. Even though you can tell occasionally, every once in a while you get a line read from her where you go, ah, she's British.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So then, best game direction, which I don't know. It feels like when you talk about everything else, it's like. I don't know. It's it seems weird to have a category on top of category. Best yeah. game direction to me should be it's like game F- of the is, year.
1: Like why are not those, <laughs> you
2: four. this is like the previous four or five categories we just talked about in one. This is like the super category that those nest under like best narrative, best art direction, best sound design and music. This is like,
0: but if a game has best game direction, then it should also be game of the year. Yeah, probably. Like,
2: That's why Alan Wake is gonna it's right. win. It's gonna sweep the awards because whole, whole. This is where I'm gonna say the thing. I don't. Have you finished the game yet, Dean? No. Okay. Having finished Alan Wake two, have you done? Have you done Alan Wake's two's version of the ashtray maze? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Alan Wake two is one of those video games you play it and you go. Sam Lake needs to be protected at all costs because this dude is like doing things that are important for the genre, for like the industry, you yeah. know, in week two, this is a game made by a relatively small team. I think it is one of, if not the most uh, expensive Finnish cultural product productions of all time. This is like a 50 million or like $80 million game or something. And every yeah. single dollar shows and almost all of it, like outside of like a Kojima game, this is a Sam Lake video game. Every Besides the fact that he's, he plays three characters in it. <laughs> uh, it is like every single aspect of it is Sam Lake's singular creative vision. And it is all cohesive and it all works. And it's like... Yeah, you know, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Incredible directing job. Making magic out of the same formula again. Like, that's an awesome achievement. Alan Wake 2 is like... Oh, this is the type of video game that other video games in 10 years are going to be like we did this cuz Alan Wake 2 did it, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I people feel do that. that about Zelda too. I don't people, know. Yeah, people do that but about I mean,
1: Zelda. People are going to do that about Baldur's Gate. I think I so. I understand. Yeah. But like this is a hard uh, category for, for me. me. For
2: me for me it's like Alan Wake 2 because again, it's it's the, you know, I don't particularly ascribe to auteur theory, but when you sit through the credits and you see Sam Lake credited for writing and directing and writing music and acting and character writing and directing live action segments and producing. Yeah, he has, he has lost <laughs> his
1: mind to our benefit.
2: Yeah. It is like this dude as a game director did the best job directing a video game.
0: Oh my God. The hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. Or me. Oh, something flew into my face. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Literally. Anyways. It looked like you just, through your headphones you're like fuck this Alan Wake 2 fuck this Alan Wake 2 nonsense I'm this goddamn shit I'm voting for uh, Zelda uh, not because I think it's the best game actually you know what forget it I do think it's the best game of these six and uh I think it'll win because it's Nintendo and Nintendo has that power over people like a curse like a, <laughs> like, a like a like a psychic bend the knee of some kind uh, and I think it's going to win Game of the Year and Best Game Direction. I I don't know. I
2: definitely see if, the arguments. For me, both of those, I think, fall to Alan Wake 2. Right. Partially that's recency, but partially because, like, Alan Wake 2 is doing things in video games that nobody else is doing or trying to do. Uh, and yeah, I, I can see why, especially critics, would probably give Game of the Year, you know, we'll just jump into that category, to Baldur's Gate 3. But to me, it's like Baldur's Gate 3 didn't necessarily, didn't surprise me in the ways Alan Wake 2 surprised me, and I think that's like I've been playing video games for 30 fucking years. <laughs> surprise yeah. is a rare thing in video games, especially because so many of them are so safe, so normal.
0: True, uh, that's true. I don't think Tears of the Kingdom surprised me, but I also. I like can't think I've, of the last game. No, wait, I can think. The last game that surprised me is La Mulana, the best game yeah. ever made. So I like I fi-
2: I finished <laughs> Tears, Tears of the Kingdom. It's one of the two new games this year. I actually finished completely <laughs> because it mm. it had a hold on me. But yeah. uh, man,
0: it's like funny because you look at Game of Year and Best Game Direction. They're exactly the same, except Game of Year tagged on Resident Evil Four because Capcom gave them a bunch of money. I guess I don't know yeah. why this, is- <laughs> this category is weirdly six is like.
2: This category is six nominees for some reason? I'm, yes.
1: I'm so deeply tired of Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of am too. Uh, like, eight was okay, but like, I don't know. The writing could have been better. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, they've released as many Resident Evil 4s as they've released Street Fighter 2s. Yeah. they. I hear a lot of Capcom. really good things
2: about the remake, <laughs> but also I'm in the same boat where it's like... I don't oh, know God. if I'm ready. I'm not. Re- I don't know if I'm ready to play a remake of four, regardless of how good it is, because I haven't. I it hasn't been that long since I played four. I don't give a. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Dean
0: just gave the horrible vision of Street Fighter 2 remake, <laughs> and Capcom going down and dog, remaking been, all the Dog, they've Street been trying.
1: <laughs> they've been
2: trying,
1: and they've never
2: ever gotten close to making Street Fighter 2 again.
1: <laughs> intentionally
2: or otherwise
1: yeah the best the best they've done thus far is street fighter 6
2: they don't even yeah. they can't even re-release street fighter 2 properly let alone make intentionally yeah, make a game make it again or a game as good as it
0: oh my god uh so there you go that's the fun cast roundup of the vgas we'll cover it after it airs i'm hoping for great things maybe we'll even make a bingo board. And we'll see
1: if how st- wins. How
2: many stage invasions will we get this year?
1: How well, I, yeah. I'd imagine zero after last time. That was a big <laughs> one. I, I
0: you would think zero, right? I wanna know like how many uh celebrity like people will be there, and then like can you predict which celebrity it would be? You know? Yeah.
1: Oh, I wanna God. know how long the best performance acceptance speech is gonna be. <laughs>
0: Chris Judd will come back and he'll do another speech, even though he's not nominated for anything. Yeah. <laughs> this is
2: going to be another award show that I like watch via other people's reactions, just because like the the way this show is put on. If I haven't said it before, upsets me.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> my is, favorite. It is very is- much
2: a thank you Doritos anyway here's the the net here's the like uh best esports gamer brought oh to God. you by telnet <laughs> when they Take ran it out away, of time. <laughs> dwayne the rock johnson he's gonna shill energy drinks and then tell us to enjoy our gaming anyway off camera we gave awards to four games here's a trailer for a new video game <laughs> Thanks. Last year.
0: Mountain last dew. year when they ran out of uh time, it was so funny. The categories that they had to recoup time on and it would be like commercial break and right before it would go to Keely and he's like "Best eSports coach, uh
1: yo yo Kim. Goodbye." Yeah. <laughs> it would be like what? He fucking <laughs> throws the trophy at him like a football. Just
2: <laughs> ugh. Like I get it's why so you need, but like you know, as much problems as people have with the Oscars. A, people generally don't give a shit about the Oscars the way gamers seem to give a shit about the TGAs. But I think a lot of that is because, you know, the Oscars isn't announcing new movies. The TGAs is like, as a reason for existence, to get people to watch and sponsor the show and for it to be profitable, we got to make it E3 Part 2. And that yeah. inevitably puts the, the... Well, it's E3 Part it,
1: 1 now. That shit's <laughs> over. Yeah,
2: that's true. The, <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it it's just the way, like... I'm super happy for all the devs that get nominated, much like the Hugos or the Nebula Awards for science fiction and fantasy. Every single game that was nominated this year is worth playing. <laughs> like, if you're looking for a games yeah. to play the year this year, none of these are bad choices. There are games that are left out, especially indie sure. games. But, like, whatever. You know, we talked about some of those last week uh, or last episode. Super happy for the devs. I just wish the show was actually focused on the awards and celebrating the developers more than it was celebrating...
1: The advertisements. Oh, horrifying
2: at levels of uh, monetizing hype for things that won't exist for six months.
0: It's funny, too, because you get the vibe that Keeley's just doing it to barely keep everything, like, barely keep the lights on because it must be so expensive.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, I believe really? Keeley is 100% earnest in everything he does, but yeah. also, God, I wish he didn't have to put the show on this way, you know?
0: Right, right.
2: If there was a <laughs> an Academy of... You know, much like with the Oscars, it's the Academy of Motion Pictures that puts it on rather than a person. (laughs) If there was a uh, an association of like video game producers that could all pool money to put on an award show like the TGAs.
0: Unfortunately, once you make enough money in gaming, you become bitter and cynical towards the uh, industry and you hate everyone that's in it. So you turn turn into Miyazaki.
1: Is that how you got here?
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, that is our episode. Please leave a like uh, on our podcast page, wherever you are hearing us on Google Play or uh, sorry, Google Podcasts or iTunes. We appreciate any comments that you, you know, leave us.
1: You know, Google's getting rid of Google Podcasts. I hope not. It's no, they, they they are actually. Um, yep. It's the podcast I use. I think they're going to integrate it into YouTube Music. But I yes, have they're no really. Oh, there.
0: that's that's fine.
2: They're consolidating it into their music offerings, the same way uh, Anchor and all the other stuff. Spotify bought it's is just now just Spotify, Spotify yeah. and it's not Apple Podcasts. It's, I think, just... Or no, it's not iTunes. I forget. Apple changed it, too. It's
0: It's all dumb. Yeah, anyway, do those, do
2: those things everybody tells you to, because I hear it helps. I don't know how it helps, but it apparently does, so do those. It helps us.
0: <laughs> we appreciate you listening, and... Let us know what games you are excited about for in the VGAs, and we'll talk about them next time. But goodbye, everyone.
1: Bye. Later.